To the cheeseheads who want it fresh and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. When your entire roster is under the age of 25, you are probably looking at each of these guys and saying, okay, who's our future? Yeah. And we want to give as many snaps as many snaps as possible to these young guys to say, who, are, who am I building around? Because not everyone is going to stick to this roster and not everyone should stick to this roster after the season. Oh, yeah. and we oh, need yeah. to decide who stays and who goes because well, those see, are the decisions. It's the tricky part, right? It's the tricky part for the coaching staff because they want to win games because you got to win okay. games or else you uh, you don't stick around yourself, right? Job. Yeah. And I'm sure like the personnel people are going, can we see a little bit more of this, a little more of that, whatever. And yeah. I have no doubt the coaches would like to, but at, at some point, like we're trying to win games. So yeah. I think it's a, it's a delicate balance. And the closer we get to the end of the season and the further out and away from it, the Packers are, the more I think we'll see that kind of thing play. Yeah, it is a balance. But I mean, look, like I think some of these young guys on offense are starting to separate themselves oh, from yeah, the rest. Yeah. Eden yeah, Reed, Davian Wicks, Luke Musgrave. I mean, these guys are starting to pull away from the pack as young guys who are clearly going to be the future core of yep. the offensive weapons from, you know, some of the, you know, and I'm not surprised, but like, obviously they've given up on the Samori Toure experiment. Malik Heath doesn't get his targets any longer. And like, mm-hmm. fair, you know, the guys I mean, that I mentioned earlier are your higher This is my question for you. So does that, so we've, I 100%, you're right. Samori Toure, healthy scratch, right? Malik Heath had been on the field, but not so much, especially after that drop. That, that I feel bad for Malik Heath too, because it was such a great story this summer. But so now we have seen, you know, Wicks and Reed in particular really start to come to the fore wide receiver wise. Isn't it time they start eating into Christian Watson snaps? Love Christian Watson. Still think he's got unlimited upside, insane talent. But he's playing a whole lot comparative to those two guys in particular. Is this a serious question coming from you? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Because I, I don't yes. want, I, think I don't is. want, I don't want it to eat into Christian Watson's snaps. I want them to use Christian Watson differently. How would you use him? I don't think this like they're using him like MVS, and I don't think they're using him properly. I, That's I, true. I want like, I think Christian is a lot more versatile than they give him credit for, and. Right. One of his knocks coming out of college was, oh, his route tree isn't as developed because he comes from right. a smaller school, et cetera, et cetera. I actually disagree. Like, I think you can use him in some really fun ways. I think, yes, he may overlap a little bit with Jaden Reed in terms of some of the motion stuff and some of the end around jet sweep right. type right. stuff. But like, why not have two guys who can do that? Christian Watson body size gives him the versatility to use him in those ways. Use him on some crossers. Use him on some slants. Give him the ability to get the ball in space and use his speed to just go. I think he is not – whatever they're doing right now with these 50-50 balls, he's not winning, and it's it's, it's draining his confidence. Give him the ability to do what he does well, which is yards after the catch. And I think as you start to give him those – opportunities then you'll get there with him but i don't want to take away his snaps i just want his snaps to be different 
I, I buy that. It was funny you say that on the crossers because there was a play three or four games ago. I can't remember which game in particular, but very specifically where they ran coverage off, right? And they dragged him late across the middle. And he's screaming wide, wide open. open. But yeah. the offensive line had just happened to kind of separate the defensive line. So Jordan literally watches him run by and then just runs. And I was sitting there going, no, throw it to him. Like, let yeah. him. he's the one who needs the ball in his hands. Like, the whole play is designed to let him catch it and go. And so those are some moments that, like, that. I would love yeah, those, those are the moments where, like, this offense is just learning. But, like, right. run that play again. You know, run that play again and get Christian the no, ball in those moments. I just think, like, they just keep throwing him these deep shots. And, like, yeah, they're yeah. not working. But there are other ways to get Christian involved that utilize his assets. They're just not doing it. They, uh, you know, they threw to him on third down on Sunday and he dropped the ball. I'm just saying. Like, I just. Uh, are you really that? You're really that out on him? I'm not out on him at all. I'm not out at him at all. But in a game where you are trying to win and you're trying to move the sticks and you're trying to be efficient right now, those other guys are doing a little bit better of a job. And, no, I'm, that, doesn't I'm mean, and that doesn't mean that I'm out on Watson. I just think he's playing like exponentially more than those guys. I think let's yeah. get a little bit more like divvy it up just a little more evenly. That's all. And to your yeah. point, yeah. And start using Christian a little differently. I don't think yeah. there's any problem with that. I don't really understand why they don't target Dobbs more. Like that's my bigger question than right. like why is Christian Watson play? Like if you're gonna throw those 50-50 shots, you should be throwing them to 87. Dobbs is the one who's shown that he can do it, right? Like between the stuff we saw at camp, definitely in the preseason, and uh, I mean, hell, we've seen three or four of them throughout this season. I, yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, one. I think and like he's I mean, shown with- a tenacity for the football. Yeah, he's got hands. And I'm not going to lie to you, in this game is just not the game I want to be seeing them take deep shots in. Like, the I'm entire Chargers totally with defense you. is fully healthy. Like, Asante, I'm afraid of Asante Samuel Jr. in this game. I feel <laughs> like he's going to have, like, As you should hands. be. <laughs> Against, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I, I'm, I am, I'm really curious to see how Matt game plans for this defense yeah. because they've got – ballers and like look it's, the chargers it's, don't it's have their a... defense it's the you know it's the same style of defense that the packers run yeah you know so mm-hmm. or once they'll be facing something familiar you know so <laughs> who knows it's the way the packers want to run their defense but don't. <sighs> um we'll get there i mean oh eric <laughs> hendricks that's a familiar opponent i didn't realize they picked up eric hendricks this year um yeah i mean Derwin James, Asante Samuel Jr. Good people. It's gonna be it's gonna Good be a player. test. It's gonna be a test for yeah. love. Yeah, no I just this, look. They they tested the deep shots often against the Steelers, which was a good idea. That's a good secondary, especially without mm. Minka, um, to do it against. This is not the week to do it, in my opinion. So you say that, but the Lions went up and down the field on him. I'm not talking like like rainbow balls or anything like that, but you know they pressed the they pressed it downfield and they were successful. All right. I mean, look, teams, teams in general have been pretty successful against the Chargers in that regard. It's yeah, a weird well, group. They're a weird defense because they have lots of talent, but man, they have been poor this season. They're losing games. I mean, they're four and five. They're they're losing games. So this like, I'm gonna say something, and this might be a hot take, but like this feels like a winnable game to me. 
For it's absolutely a winnable game. And we let me tell you, Barry, we got to win this game because they ain't winning on Thanksgiving. And we're going to be sitting there with our freaking turkey, with our families, like being all depressed because they're going to get beat down by the Lions on national television. I don't need this in my life. So the Packers got to win on Sunday. This Here's totally the thing, crazy. though. Here's what I'm I'm actually less concerned about the Packers offense. And I'm more concerned yes. about the Packers For defense. For good reason. Lord, Lord. Are you kidding me? Lord. I try not to get all emotional about the defensive side of the ball because it is what it is, right? We knew this was coming the moment Matt LaFleur indicated that Joe Barry was coming back. Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. Nothing. Not a damn thing. Remember all that talk this preseason, this summer, when Jair Alexander made that comment about, oh, the aggressiveness and we're changing some things. And then Kenny Clark talked about, oh, we got some different stuff worked up for the run defense and blah, blah, blah. None of that is none of it meant anything. Oh, they ran some stunts week one. Really exciting. And now everyone's got it on tape and nothing has worked since. It's like I'm so over like getting emotional about a defense that I knew was going to be poor and has proceeded to be poor. They can't stop a five yard run if it smacked him in the face. A five yard run, a five yard slant, a 50 yard bomb like anything they can't oh i'm sorry third and 14 i'll give you 13 and then you'll go for it on fourth and one that's the other every single time the third down into fourth down thing blows my mind blows my mind because we keep getting this graphic whatever game they're playing and it's like uh packers are uh dead last or near the bottom in fourth down defense well no kidding because they always allow them to get just to the precipice of the down marker on third down and they get so excited. They hold up their little four or their fist and it's like, oof, got them to fourth down. Well, yeah, but now they're going to go for it because yeah. they got a yard to go. Can I ask? Ben but, ben, but don't break, but just break my heart. That's what they are. That's what the Packers defense is. Literally. Can I ask, do you think getting, I don't think Jair's, I mean, he's a do not practice. And I, I don't, I mean. Well, he I practiced Thursday. He didn't practice Wednesday. He did practice Thursday. I'll okay. be surprised if he's out there Sunday, though. Like, just doesn't seem to trend the right way. <sighs> I need this man to be healthy. 